Hi everyone. Welcome to the Page to Screen edition of the Yatkin County Public Library podcast, where each month we'll be discussing a book that has been turned into a movie or TV series, as well as the reception of each. We just kicked off our 2021 summer reading program, Tales and Tales, this past Monday, so I thought for this month's page to screen topic, we would discuss a book that I read years ago and have reread a few times since then, and then the 2015 film that followed. This book is a little different from the books I've previously reviewed on this podcast in that it's nonfiction, but it's very near and dear to my heart. Published in 1998 by Broadway Books, A Walk in the Woods, Rediscovering America on the Appalachian Trail by Bill Bryson was named by CNN as the funniest travel book ever written. A review in the New York Times stated that readers may find themselves turning the pages with increasing amusement and anticipation as they discover that they're in the hands of a satirist of the first rank. The New Yorker described the book as a raw, well-researched account. Currently, A Walk in the Woods is ranked on Amazon as number one in east-south-central U.S. regional travel, number three in east-south-central U.S. travel books, and number three in northeast U.S. travel guides. At 276 pages, this New York Times bestseller is also a fairly quick read. The author, Bill Bryson, was born in Des Moines, Iowa, but for 20 years he lived in England where he worked for the Times and the Independent and wrote for most major British and American publications. His numerous books include travel memoirs, books on language, science, and other nonfiction topics. He also served as the Chancellor of Durham University from 2005 to 2011, and he currently holds dual American and British, British citizenship. Bryson has received numerous awards for his ability to communicate science with passion and enthusiasm. I haven't read any of his other books yet, but I do have notes from a small island and neither here nor there in my to-be-read pile. The Maine Times record summed up the book pretty succinctly with this quote, A Walk in the Woods is a quintessential American story about two guys going off into the wilderness together, seeking adventures and finding friendship and insights into life in the new world. Just as it does in Huckleberry Finn, companionship coheres this tale. The main characters in this tale include the author, Bill Bryson, and his gloriously out-of-shape friend, Stephen Katz. However, the Appalachian Trail is the star of this story. Running 2,100 miles from Springer Mountain in Georgia to Mount Katahdin in Maine, the Appalachian Trail follows the Appalachian Mountain Range from 14 states, including all but three of the original 13 colonies, and it is the longest hiking-only trail in the world. Over a quarter of the path is in Virginia alone, Here's a fun fact. A lot of hikers get what they call the Virginia Blues because that part of the trail goes on for so long. As hiking became more popular in the northeastern United States in the early 1900s, advocates of the hobby began supporting the creation of what they called long-distance super trails. Against this backdrop, regional planner Benton McKay specifically proposed the Appalachian Trail in an October 1921 issue of the Journal of the American Institute of Architects. McKay claimed to have come up with the idea while sitting in a tree atop Vermont's Stratton Mountain. Envisioning the trail as a utopian refuge from urban life, complete with recreational and farming camps, he tapped into his extensive network of acquaintances to drum up support for it. Due to a bitter falling out with Myron Avery, the longtime chairman of the Appalachian Trail Conservancy, which is the organization that was formed at the 1925 meeting, um, he never ended up playing a role in its actual construction. Though completed in 1937, no one hiked it in a continuous backpacking trip until 1948, when a World War II veteran from Pennsylvania, Earl Schaefer, decided it would be ideal for walking the army out of my system. 
Schaefer would hike the trail two more times over the course of his life, in 1965 and again in 1998 at age 79. Another well-known elderly hiker that hiked the entire AT in one go was Emma Gatewood, affectionately nicknamed Grandma Gatewood. She was 67 years old with 11 children and 23 grandchildren when she became one of the first ever through hikers in 1955. Now, through hikers is just when you do the Appalachian Trail in one go. There's a book about her story by Ben Montgomery titled Grandma Gatewood's Walk, the inspiring story of the woman who saved the Appalachian Trail, which is also in my to-be-read pile because to me that's amazing. I couldn't hike the entire trail right now, and I'm 32. Since then, hikers as old as 81 and as young as 5 have, com have completed the trek, as have several blind hikers and an above-the-knee amputee. However, most through hikers don't make it. So a lot of people will hike it in sections a little bit at a time. In recent years, around 2,500 through hikers set out each spring on the trail, most going northbound from Georgia. Nearly three quarters of them end up dropping out somewhere along the way, done in by such factors as fatigue, illness, and injury. Enter our author, Bill Bryson. At the beginning of the novel, Bryson is ambling around his New Hampshire home when he comes across an entrance to the Appalachian Trail, and he instantly decides that he wants to hike the entire thing. One of my favorite parts in the book is the author accompanying his son to an outdoor store to try and acquire all of the different gear and items he'll need to complete the trip. He soon becomes bogged down in the various different kinds of tents, sleeping bags, and whatnots, all these things that he had never thought that he might need. Nothing is ever as easy as it seems. Then there's also the problem of a companion. When you're out on the trail, anything can happen. Erratic weather, high winds, and steep, rugged terrain create the potential for hikers to get into serious trouble. You can and most likely will come across bears, snakes, and any assortment of other animals that can harm you. You could have a medical emergency, or you may meet unsavory characters along the way. To date, there have been 13 total murders recorded on the AT. There's a podcast that I listen to called Part Predators by Audio Chuck Productions, hosted by Delia D'Ambra, that focuses on true crime cases that occurred in America's national parks, and I highly recommend it if you're a true crime buff. So, to say that you shouldn't hike the AT alone is an understatement, and it proves difficult for the middle-aged Bill Bryson to find a hiking partner, and unfortunately, the only hiking partner he can find is Stephen Katz, an old friend and recovering alcoholic. Bryson and Katz go way back. They took a trek across Europe together when they were fresh out of college and drove each other insane. I think Katz is in one of um, Bryson's other books. I couldn't say for sure because I've not read it, but I do think he's in another one of his travel um, novels. Without any other choice, however, Bryson meets up with the woefully out-of-shape Katz and hops on a midnight plane to Georgia. Katz is hilarious, and I think the casting choice of Nick Nolte in the movie was dead on. More on that in a bit. Between Katz's antics, the through hikers that they meet along the way, Mary Ellen in particular, <laughs> and Bryson's dry satire, I was in stitches throughout the book. On many occasions, I would take my book in a restaurant to read while waiting on my food, and I would find myself cackling out loud in public at Bryson's wit. These hilarious scenarios are balanced out with facts about the AT, as well as a moving plea from Bryson for the conservation of America's last great wilderness. Spoiler alert. So if you don't want to know how the book ends, cover your ears right now. Bryson and Katz don't make it the full 2,100 miles. In fact, they only complete about 200 total miles of the trail. Although they never end up completing the entire AT, they decide that the important part is that they tried 
and they found out so much about themselves along the way. Bryson may have failed at a one-way through hike, but he definitely succeeded big time with his humorous account of the trip. In fact, a walk in the woods quickly became a bestseller and inspired a lot more people to hike the trail. The upsurge in hikers was called the Bryson Bump. If you haven't read this book and you are an outdoor enthusiast, enjoy national parks, or you just need a good laugh, please read it. I think you'll love it. I know that I do. We currently own two copies of this book at the Atkin County Public Library, so if you think it's something you would enjoy, come in with an NC Cardinal Library card and we can get it checked out for you. So we already know the book was a success, but how about the subsequent movie that followed? A Walk in the Woods, starring Robert Redford as Bryson and Nick Nolte as Katz, was released in September of 2015 by Broad Green Pictures, but the project dates back to at least 2005 when Robert Redford first announced his plans to make the film. At various points, directors such as Chris Columbus, who you may know directed the first two Harry Potter films, Barry Levinson and Larry Charles were involved. However, Ken Quapis ultimately ended up directing the picture. Other cast members include Emma Thompson, also from Harry Potter and numerous other things, as Catherine Bryson, Bill, Bill's wife, Kristen Shaw, who is well known for voicing Louise on Bob's Burgers, <laughs> and she plays the annoying Mary Ellen, and Nick Offerman as R.E.I. Dave. Um, he actually plays a very minor role at the beginning of the movie, but really, who doesn't love Nick Offerman? There are a couple of other characters that were not in the book, Jeannie and Donna, and they're played by Mary Skeenbergen and Haley Lovett, respectively. Redford initially wanted his close friend Paul Newman to co-star in the film with him as Cats. Tragically, Newman would retire from acting in 2007 and passed away from cancer the very next year. Redford actually temporarily abandoned the project after Newman's death, unable to picture any other actor suitable, suitable for the role. However, while directing The Company You Keep, Redford was so impressed by the performance of Nick Nolte that he was eventually cast in the role of Cats. And I have to agree here, Nolte was Cats. He was perfect, and he was very similar to how I envisioned him as I was reading the book. Principal photography of the film began on May 5, 2014 in Los Angeles. Exterior locations were largely filmed at Amicola Falls State Park in Dawsonville, Georgia, including scenes at the lodge at Amicola Falls, or Amicola Falls, sorry. Running at 104 minutes, the film had an $8 million budget and has made a total of $36 million at the box office. Although it received a Georgia Film Critics Association nomination, A Walk in the Woods has received mixed reviews from critics. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds a tomato meter rating of 47% based on 166 reviews with an average rating of 5.42 out of 10, as well as a 48% audience score with over 10,000 ratings. The site's critical consensus reads, amiable yet less compelling than any road trip movie starring Robert Redford and Nolte should be, A Walk in the Woods is ultimately a bit too pedestrian. And I would have to agree here. While I did very much enjoy the movie for what it was, as an accurate depiction of Bryson's novel, it falls short. The movie itself was amusing, but I don't feel like the full scale of what Bryson conveys to us about the trail is captured through this film. It follows the plot fairly well. Of course, it takes liberties at times with the storyline. For example, the character of Jeannie as a potential love interest for Bill just seemed unnecessary, but I guess they were trying to up the drama factor for the movie. Another major difference between the two is the ages of Bill and Katz. In the book, they're middle-aged in their 40s, while the actors, Robert Redford and Nick Nolte, were actually in their late 70s while filming A Walk in the Woods. That didn't really bother me, as I enjoyed their portrayal of the characters, but from reviews I've read, it did bug quite a few people. 
overall, I'd probably give the movie a 6 out of 10. I did enjoy it because I enjoyed the book, and it's very similar to the book, but the Hollywood and drama aspect of it really kind of takes you out of the experience. I would watch it again, but it's not a movie I would watch over and over. I do think the movie is worth a watch, but in this case, the book was definitely better. If you haven't seen the movie yet and would like to, we do not own a copy at Yatkin County Public Library, but we could place it on hold for you with an NC Cardinal Library card. If you have the Tubi or Crackle apps, it's also available for free on those platforms as well. If you're familiar with either of these, the book or the movie, I would love to hear how all of you felt about it, uh, one or the other or both. So feel free to follow us on social media. Whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest, we'd be happy to see you there. And if you haven't already, hit the follow button so you can follow this weekly podcast. Each week, Yakin County Library staff will be bringing you more topics, so be sure to check in every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you all next month for the next installment of Page to Screen. Happy Wednesday, everyone.